This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the Transfer Insight Show with Goals, Neil Jones. Neil, thank you very much for joining us. I'm going to start us off, right? <laughs> Before I do, um, do get involved. It's the last week of that competition for the Hendo 10 box. It's absolutely brilliant. Neil, you had one. I had one, yeah. Really good. Really brilliant. Good. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Whatever you need. Whatever Hendo 10 stuff you need is in that box. It's all there. It's all there. It's, all there. it's literally all the stuff that we do. Um, we'll hopefully be having the DVD coming out on sale in a couple of weeks because people have been asking us and pecking our heads about it enough on social media. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled to the channel for that one. I'm going to start us off with a comment from Har Carver who said, can we please, please, please stop talking about Mbappe? It was never going to happen. It won't ever happen. It's a pure waste of time, which leads me really well into my first topic, which is Mbappe. Now, yeah. To be fair to myself here, my agenda says, can we put the Mbappe rumours to bed? Well, what rumours? That is the sort of... I mean, the rumour is just that it's... It's, it's just a rumour. It's just a rumour, yeah. I mean, look, he looks like he's going to Real Madrid, doesn't it? Either this summer or next. Um, I find it incredible. And, you know, we did the whole of the show on the financial school degree of European football <laughs> clubs and Real Madrid being chief among them. The, what are they, like 1.2 billion in debt? Yeah, I mean, they're in Barcelona, you know, the, the debts of a you know a continent, is essentially. Um, but they look like they want to make the, make a move this this summer. It looks like Mbappe wants to go. I think Leonardo, the uh, the PSG sporting director, said as much. Um, <laughs> they, they, then, they then incredibly went on to accuse Real Madrid of, you know, Bad behaviour in, in Come the on, PSG. Yeah, yeah, You've just signed a load of world class talent for free, yeah, and you're telling like, me no tapping up was yeah, involved who, in that. Who, exactly? Who signed Lionel Messi? What 48 hours after it was revealed that he wasn't going to renew his contract? The I mean, Ramos. I mean, yeah. they were all free. It was yeah. like 200 and 300 million pounds, 400, 500 million pounds worth of player for free they got. Yeah, incredible. But yeah, it, it looks it looks like Mbappe's going to Real Madrid, and that, that I mean, I, I don't need me to put the rumour to bed there on Liverpool. Um, that'll do it for me, unfortunately. Um, shame in it. It is a shame because I mean I've said this to you before. I I think him and Harland are as as good a, a, a just easy money for ten years. Yeah. Like barring an injury, they are as close to the perfect forward for the next ten years as you're gonna get. I don't see any reason why any of them would stop getting better and better. And you know I think those two yeah. in five years' time we'll be talking about them two as the best two players in world football. Well, that's 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 sort of the understandable bit of Real Madrid, isn't it? This summer, you know you say. 
you can get them for nothing. I'm saying we're saying nothing. Obviously, get them for mega salary and sign on fee and all agents fees and all that next summer. Or you can pay 160 million euros or more than that, 180 million euros potentially this summer just to get him 12 months early. But he's that good. He probably he might be the difference between winning La Liga, the Champions League. He could be he could be that good. And he, as you say, he is going to be the icon of whichever team he ends up at, most likely Real Madrid, for for the next decade or more. And yeah, it's um, if you were in Real Madrid, if you were in Real Madrid shoes, I think the 160 million is massive. But like PSG are really well set up for a Champions League run. Mm. Like, are you paying that now to almost go? Well, in case he wins the Champions League, he might want to leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. And you know, I think as well. I'm getting. I mean, there's a lot more to play, but you know, imagine Messi, Neymar, and him just click as a as a three, and all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm not going. I'm not leaving this. You know, this like, is this, fun. This is incredible. Yeah, you know, we, we saw it with Suarez, Neymar, and Messi didn't we for what? couple of seasons of Barcelona and now it it felt like why would you ever want anything else other than other than that um so yeah probably there is a, a bit of that but I think the way it seems to be and I've spoken to a few people you know with French leanings is that I think Mbappe is sort of ready to take the Cristiano Ronaldo route a little bit and just you know be the be the big dog instead of being Neymar's sidekick or Messi's sidekick or both of their sidekicks I think he's ready to be the sort of the centerpiece of a club and you know Gutted. For all for all the Liverpool leanings and all the Liverpool love, you know, if you are if you are of that um, inclination of being a superstar, Real Madrid's probably the best place historically to to, to be that. You know, that's that's where the Galacticos um, emerged, and yeah, it looks like he's going to be there. Yeah. Um, do you think there was ever a world where we had the dough for him? Possibly next summer. Possibly. I mean, look, you know, the wages way, wise, wages as well. is incredible, isn't it? And, it? and it and it distorts everything else, then, doesn't it? Obviously, because Liverpool have got some players who are delivering pretty high level. It's not like it's not like when uh, Mbappe went to to PSG, where he was sort of he was going in there to, to to elevate that club. He would do that at a Liverpool or a Man City or a Chelsea or a whoever, but he he would be going into a side that's already being very successful at Liverpool. And if you're going to be giving them double what anyone else is on, then that would make a difference, obviously, to the, the dynamic of the squad. But um, yeah, I think Liverpool, I think they, they might have been able to do some some sort of sums to get close to you it. Know what? In my, I always think my mental arithmetic. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my mental arithmetic is arithmetic goes like this, right? You pay them half a million pound a year. A week, sorry. Okay, yeah, that would be good. Be great, that would yeah, be a yeah. better way of doing it, actually. If he's up for it, yeah, yeah let's go. Pay I'll, him I'll half a million pounds a week. You give him, what's that? 26 million pounds a year. 26 million over five years is 130 yeah, million or yeah. something like that. Then that's his transfer fee. Yeah. And you're only doing that in wages. Yeah. Now it's the dynamics of the squad that's the big thing. If there is no transfer fee attached, it's yeah. 130 million for five years. Well, we've just seen Lukaku been bought for 100 million plus his wages plus his of probably wages, 300 yeah. grand a week. Yeah. So actually, if you get him for free, it might be doable if Liverpool had 100 million pounds to spend on a footballer. Yeah. Because what we're doing anyway is we're spending, we're, we're yeah. shelling out 100 million over five years or yeah. three years when we do these deals I, anyway. I think there was no way Liverpool were going to spend the transfer fee on him and, and the wages. The only way they were would be in, in that sense. Or, I mean, I know it's going like. back, but had they got him, had they got him from. Monaco, you yeah. know that was that was when Liverpool well, might have had. Henry chance. got him on a plane or something, didn't he? For a couple of hours, the rumor was. I've not heard that to be fair. Yeah, back but... in 2017, there yeah. was a rumor was going around. I mean, uh, there was there was a rumor around that time. I think it was, it was sort of it came from within Liverpool, the club, that that, that they were asked to be in the conversation around it. But I think there was never, 
he was always going to Paris Saint-Germain, you know, I think he's he's pretty got a good idea of where his career was going to go from a very young age, Seven, you know, he was, he was a superstar at 17, wasn't he, that, that Champions League season with, with Monaco, um, when he reached, reached the semi-finals, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and, and Fabinho was in that side, of course. Fabinho, well, so many great players in that side, Bernardo Silva was in that side, wasn't he, I think Falcao, Bakayoko, Mendy, who didn't really do it in the Premier League, moved on, but that was some side that they had. Um, and yeah, I think he's always. I think I think Real Madrid's always been the sort of the one where you expect them to go. Really, I, I, you know, I, I didn't. Um, I, I, you like to dream about him coming to that's what I'm feeling. You like to think about put those 11s together. How does he fit in with Salah and blah blah blah? But I think it was Real Madrid. Was, yeah, was that's weird. a shame. Anyway, yeah. we've gone from the highs of Kylian uh, Mbappe talk. It's 15 uh, minutes, by the way. The, the question was. Can we stop talking about Mbappé? Sorry about that, yeah, my of... bad, that's my bad, that's my bad. <laughs> uh, Shea Ojo, uh, looks like he's going to leave, uh, according to Neil Jones, yes. uh, on goal. Yeah, I wouldn't believe him, to be fair. But, <laughs> yeah, well, he, what I mean, insights he got? It, yeah, exactly, but it's not, I mean, it's not, a, it, that's not a huge sort of sh- bombshell to anyone. I, I watched him on Monday, he played for the 23s, he's 24, he played for the under-23s, um, scored, did well. As by all accounts, had a pretty good summer in terms of his attitude, and his training, and that was I think that was. His that first must be difficult when you're being one of the overage players in the 23s. Very, very, especially like when you. It's not like you know Ben Woodburn, for example. Ben Woodburn's had a lot of injuries, not really played a lot of football, and he comes back and plays 23s, and you think, okay, you're getting some games. Shea Ojo's played 160 games, professional games, more than 160 games. You know, he played 30 odd for Cardiff last season, so it's not like he's not. This sort of prospect that's been in in the academy for years, and not really kicked on. He's been out and, and done some good things on loan. He's been at Fulham. He's been at you know Wigan and Wolves and Rangers and been in France. So he has got some pedigree in the game. So it's it it's a tough summer for him to, to be there. You know, didn't go on the tour or the camp, should I say? And in all respect, you look at it and you say, well, Matthias Musilovski was on that tour in the first mm. you know few weeks of it. Where was Kate? Um, where was Shea? You know, Tyler Morton was on the tour. I know he's a different plays a different position, but I think yeah, I think he would have expected to have got the nod. Ben, what Ben was on the like I say, he, he was there. So it's, it's a difficult one, and I think it does reflect really well on him that he he hasn't. I don't want to use it's a it's a bad phrase, but he hasn't he hasn't tossed it off this this summer and said no no I'm not I'm not in you know like get me out of here. He's actually put it knuckle down. I watched him in a friendly at, at Kirby against Carnarvon Town. He he scored. Did miss a penalty, but he, you know, he, he was playing properly. He wasn't, he wasn't strolling around. Same on Monday against Everton up at, up at Southport, a young Everton side, obviously, um, and a comfortable win. But he was, he was playing properly, like I say. And I think it's time now, twenty four, from to go and do a Harry Wilson really and find himself well, at home. It feels like are we, have we got any takers at that? And do you think he'll go out before the transfer window? Yeah, he will. Yeah, I think it'll be a permanent move. Um, Liverpool sort of in that position of. There's alone. no point keeping him. Alone, he's got two years left on his contract. You know, the value that they're going to lose doesn't, you know, he, whatever he does on loan won't, won't boost his value enough because the contract will be expiring. They're not going to give him a new contract. I don't even know if he'd sign it, to be perfectly honest. Um, so you're looking at that and you're thinking, okay, time's running out, but he's had interest, I think, through his agent of Greek clubs. Um, I think Olympiakos is 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 the one. I think Club Bruges maybe are, are in that mix as well from from Belgium, and he's had he's had where the Bremen have, have inquired about it. So he's got he's going to have some options. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a bit of a strange one. You know, we've seen a few of those. I mean, Ben Ben went to Hearts. I suppose that's a bit bit left field, but not really. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's a European move for him because you know he's as I say he's had. He's, he's played played England under twenty one. He's played one hundred and sixty games. He's mm. played in in France with Reims. Um, I think he might have some takers on the continent. 
Okay, uh, we'll move on then. Um, there were some rumours early on in the summer, wasn't there, about Nico Williams going out and yeah. you know when he was going to Wales and stuff like that, there was rumours that he'd asked and requested a transfer yeah. and all that type of stuff. But it looks like right now, with just a few days of the transfer on the left, is it Tuesday next week? Is Tuesday, it Tuesday night, yeah. the 31st? Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like he's going anyway. Is this a good, is this a good thing for Liverpool? I, do, I think so, yeah. I, I, I was surprised the way that, that, that story sort of, or not, not the way it came out, that it came out because I felt like one it one it put Connor Bradley in a bit of a I thought a bit of an unfair position. It was sort of said, oh, big focus on a lot of going to sell Nico Williams because Connor Bradley's coming through and he said, well, you know, come on, like steady on. But I I think Nico's a better player than a lot of people think, and and I think as a squad player and as a, as a squad right back, I think he's he's pretty good. And I think Liverpool, you know. I get the I get the position that they were in where they think well if he wants to leave and he's 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 thinking well I'm not and he's not going to get past Trent into the sides we know that that's not going to happen and he's not particularly willing to do it but I I wonder whether he's sort of he's had a look at that summer and he's had a look at some of the clubs around thought you know what you have a look over the edge of the cliff sometimes and say am I ready to become a Brighton player or a Southampton player at 21 you know. Or, or would I benefit more from a couple of years playing 15 games in a season, which there's every chance he will? Um, you know, playing in the Champions League, potentially in the group stages at the back end, or playing in the, the League Cup, FA Cup. So I think that there's a little bit of a cooling in that. You look as well, some of the options have, have gone for him. Southampton have bought, look, they've got themselves a pretty good right back there in um, Livermore out of out of Chelsea. Uh, I don't think Brighton will be, be coming for him. I mean, they've got Tariq Lamptey who's to come back from injury. Not many other places to go, really. Is you know, or doesn't doesn't feel like there's many other places to go in the Premier League. And if he's not going to the Premier League, what's you know, what's he going to do really at this stage? So I think, I think it would be beneficial. I you know, if I was advising Nico, I'd be saying, come on, give it another year. You know, there's every chance you're going to play some games. You've not had an offer from someone who you think, yes, brilliant. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. why why rock the boat almost when yeah. you know that Jurgen's still going to trust you? Yeah, and I, I also think, I'm saying he's, a, I think he's a much better player than people think. He's obviously not Trent. Anyone's a downgrade on Trent. Anyone, really, in you know, in, in a right back terms. But you're looking at, you know, where would he? Where does he start? Where where would you you send him in the Premier League? And go, you will definitely start every game. I, I I still think there's a question mark over pretty much any club in the Premier League. Maybe, maybe I mean, you know, look at even Norwich. You've got Max Aaron's. You think, well, is he going to replace yeah. him? Yeah, you know, probably not. Brentford's possibly. They, I mean, different systems and that kind of thing. So I think there's a. I still think there's some development for him to do even before he's he's, what's he's his, guaranteed yeah, to start what's, for another uh, Premier League club. You're right. What's his? What, is he a defensive right back? No. Well, that probably yeah cross half the teams off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Straight away. Yeah. And is he good enough to start for one of the top teams at yeah. right back? No, he's not. No, no. no so he's, not. he's got he's got he's got loads of potential. I think I don't. You know, okay. I was a bit surprised with Liverpool. So you, for example, Liverpool let Keanu Hoover go to Wolves, and I thought. I thought it was a bad sale, personally. Might have been part of the, the Jota deal. There's a little bit of, I think, Hoover thinking he was ready to go and play a few more games, which he, you know, he's done. I think he started the first game of the season for Wolves this year. But you could see where he could go and play. Keanu, who, you know, Wolves, when, he, when, he, when he saw he was going to Wolves, you thought, that's... Three at the back, it's a good three, system. Right centre-back, right wing-back, right back if they want to change the system. Yeah, plenty there. With, with Nico, it's a bit more tough. He, I, th I think he's... I think Liverpool's probably the best... <laughs> The best fit for him in terms of you know in in terms of the way he plays, so it's 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 harder to see him. 
But listen, he's just, not like a bail where you start at left back and you're going to go left wing. No, wrong. he's gone the other way. Nico was a forward and was, was more of a winger who's gone back anyway, you know, in, in that regard. So, yeah, he's not going to do that. He's not polished. You know, he's got loads of raw potential in terms of his, his game as anything. I, I, I compare him or have compared him and I've spoken to people about, about the Seamus. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coleman, he reminds me a lot of Seamus Coleman. He's just a bit relentless. He just keeps going, you know, plays a bit with his head down at times. He's a little bit rushed at times, but, you know, he's got a lot of tenacity and, he, you know, he has sort of unusual moments in him that he can just dribble between two or three players and he's away all of a sudden bit different to Trent in terms of Trent you know Trent's his distribution of the ball Nico's probably more his carrying but I think he's um, yeah he's got he's got improvements to come but I, I think another year at Liverpool would do him no harm at all personally yeah and I think right now with, with where we are with the likes of Conor Bradley and how old he is and stuff like that there's a hole in the squad for a backup right back and yeah. not only that it's not it's it's different to a couple of years ago when Gomez was just coming into the side and he was getting minutes at centre-half and he was getting minutes at right back I think what we've seen now and I think it's fair to say is that with Trent and actually Chimacash and Robertson as, as, a, as, a, as a marker of when you don't have to change the style of play for your yeah. fullbacks, then Liverpool are in a much better yeah, position. Exactly that. And that's it, isn't it? You know, Shimakas is going to play the same way as Robbo, not, yeah. not as good a player, but playing really well. Williams is going to play exactly the same as yeah, Trent. Yeah. That means that the other 10 players don't have to change every time Trent's not in the side, which is massive. Indeed. And also, you talk about, you know, let's just say Liverpool were going to sell and, and buy a right back. You've seen how long it took Simicast to, yeah, to get red up to speed. You no, know, it's it's difficult. You know, it's not it's not a case of oh, going. Let's let, I'm bringing Max Aaron's up again, but he's just he's just in my head there in terms of Max Aaron. Let's say Liverpool went okay. We're going to get him. It could take him a year before he's ready anyway to to even play the, the amount of games that Nico would would have played last year or, or played the year before or or might play this year. So it's not it's not that easy to just sort of say yeah we can upgrade there because this this the system is so specific that it needs time anyway and probably. Bringing in a you know a fullback late in the window doesn't it doesn't really fit Liverpool anyway, but yeah. it doesn't it certainly doesn't help them in that that settling. And process. we didn't see the best of Nico Williams last year. 
We just yeah, didn't. Cause... We didn't see the best of any Liverpool player yeah. last season. So yeah. how can you expect a young right back yeah. filling in for the best right back in world football to show his worth? And I think you know the stuff that happened outside of football with the social media yeah. and his accounts and all that type of stuff. I just just th- remember thinking he'd have got an applause at Anfield. We'd have, we'd have supported him. We'd have, we'd have rode him through so that. So the game, was it, the, it was Lincoln, wasn't it? It was the game where he gave away yeah. a goal and I think he had a penalty at Brighton the new, late in the season. But, but he played Arsenal the week after, I think it was the week after. They played two cup games early in the season in the last year, Liverpool, in the Carabao. And he played Arsenal. And he had a really tough start to the game. And by the end, he was playing really, you know, he really got it. I think he made this real big challenge. Whoever it was playing on the left, might have been Reese Nelson or maybe even been Saka, whoever was playing on the left for Arsenal. And I was thinking, God, I wish Anfield was full for that because it well, would have been a sort of, go on, Nico, you know. Like, like Kostas at the weekend. Yeah, 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 of course. Exactly that, yeah. Exactly that. And, you know, do you remember Nat Phillips um, coming and playing against Everton in the, in the FA Cup? He come back from Stuttgart. Yeah. And he had a nightmare start. Dominic Calvert-Lewin threw him all around Anfield and you thought, oh, Nat, come on. And he just went, he went into our halfway line, smashed, I think, Richarlison. And it was a mass. And he's, he's spoke to me about that and said, it, until I did that, I was I was done. You know, I was I was I was gone here as a Liverpool player. He said, as soon as I've done that, I thought, yeah, they're on me now. No, it just gives you that. It's like a little um, when you have like a on FIFA or something, you get a little energy boost. His player yeah, starts yeah, glowing, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. For, for a couple of minutes, and you think, yeah, he's he's in the game now, type of thing. But yeah, it's all it can take. It's Nico's never had. Well, not, yeah, has had that. Obviously, he's had the experience of it the previous year, but he hasn't had it since he had that um, low point, if you like, with 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 the the abuse. And I feel I, I felt sorry for him badly at the time because. Probably doesn't. I think probably a lot of people didn't know about it until he until he did what he did. You know, it wasn't a case of everyone was talking about it and then he reacted to it. It, mm. it felt a little bit like he drew more attention to it by doing it, which is obviously probably part of the point and 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 good on for, for highlighting it. But I felt you know like I feel like it's it's in the conversation whenever people talk about Nico that oh he he got some stick and stuff like that, and I think that colours people's opinion of him sometimes and almost make out like he's had a bit of a nightmare Liverpool career. He certainly hasn't. He's set goals up. I've watched him. He's been part of a team that won in the FA Cup with an average age of 20. You know, he put the assist in for the goal. He's set goals up in, you know, in, in the Premier League he's at the cop end um, in, in, against Arsenal. You know, he's, he's got a Premier League winner's medal. You know, he's he's, he's doing OK, Nico. You know, I think he's people need to remember yeah. that. Like, you know, he's 20 years of age. Uh, thank you very much to Stephen Manning, who has just joined as a wonder kid. Uh, so thank you very much, mate. Really appreciate that what's, one. What's that? What's, what's, uh, that what's, is a membership for YouTube. So as a wonder kid, you get an extra video, which is the final word show on like a Monday nice. for the weekend's game. Plus you get the emojis and everything the else. Gordon, and, the Kate Gordon. Of, um, yeah, exactly. Of, of, mate, of exactly. Um, so we'll move on then. Uh, it's the big question that everyone's probably wanting me to ask you at the moments gonna do any business ins because no one cares yeah, about yeah, ins. Of course, yeah, yeah um i, I have not earned anything and okay. that's is that good or bad uh, it depends what you think of me i suppose but yeah <laughs> um i wouldn't say it's terrible you know like it doesn't that's not sort of um doesn't mean they're not going to sign anyone just you haven't heard nothing. it just means i'm not i've not heard anything yeah, and, and that's job. not that's that's you know i've, I've got no shame or, or you know damaged pride in saying did that. you know about jota did you get an inkling of jota or fabinho one of those ones fabinho was complete I, I i had knew liverpool were going to sign a midfielder that summer i had no idea it was fabinho and i had no idea it was going to happen two days after kiev when i was sleeping off you know a weekend i actually woke up to I woke up to notifications which said Liverpool are interested in Fabinho. Liverpool have agreed to fee Fabinho. Liverpool have unveiled Fabinho. <laughs> sort of, oh, this escalated like, quickly. Uh, how long have I been asleep? But um, I didn't. I didn't have a didn't have a, a handle on it. I think Jorginho was sort of more 
linked and I, 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 I felt like that was one that Liverpool were going to go down and obviously they didn't, they went for Fabinho. Jota, you do, yeah, I mean, that came quite quick on the back of Thiago and I, again, that escalated pretty quickly but yeah, I was, I was I had a bit of a bit of an inkling on that one. Um, yeah, but there's others, that I'm trying to think what other ones catch you out really. I mean, haven't, Minamino was pretty well signposted, I think, you know, obviously signed a few weeks before he actually arrived, didn't he? Uh, Thiago signposted. I mean, I didn't, I couldn't really get a big handle on that story. It was, it was a very, it came from from Germany. It came from from the Bayern, the Bayern side. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing that I don't know anything. I would. All I would say is it's unusual for Liverpool to be to be active late in the transfer window. You know, and, and Klopp's quotes have been. You can read into them. I know a lot of people like to read between the lines, but they, I think they're quite. They are quite black and white. They are quite like. Well, I don't need more players. You know, like we, if it's the right player, we, we might look to do something. But we're not just going to sort of say, "Oh, quick, just get a couple of players in because we've got a space in the squad." It needs to be the right. You know, it needs to be the right deal. Um, it would be unusual for Liverpool to be buying players in the last few days of the transfer. It's just not what they've done generally down Ox the years. Is probably one of the ones. Oh, and I remember. Davis, was that the day before? Davis and Kabak yeah, was, was, was 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 that, but that was. That was an extreme circumstance, and that was, you know, and and you would also say it didn't really work, did it? You know, in 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 the, in the greatest sense, but maybe it did in the sense of it just steadied the ship for a couple of couple of weeks with with Kabak. But they weren't sort of signings that denailed them in the last days. They were very much emergency signings, and that's how it turned out. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about Liverpool's squad in, in the transfer insight extra over on the RedmenTV.com after this show. Uh, that'll be up later today. Really analysing the squad properly and looking at whether Liverpool really do need to sort of sign anybody. To be honest with you, but a couple more things I'd like to talk about. Um, this Sauna Guez is obviously being offered out on loan, if yeah. you believe reports at the moment. I think I've seen what I like to do sometimes with transfer rooms. Right, is type every club's name and put the name. Yeah, right. you, normally yeah, you, you go this, yeah. Sal, Liverpool, yeah, yeah, and then blah blah. But it, it came up with Chelsea. It came Man up United. with Manchester United. Actually, came up with Arsenal as well. Right. Um, when you're actually just googling these yeah, things, yeah, like yeah. there's there's always a random one from somewhere. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. That pulls them all in. Um, yeah, why is he? Why are, why are they like offering them out? I think I mean they just signed obviously Rodrigo De Paul, haven't they from from Udinese and. He, I think they're quite excited about him. I think it looks like he's going to be the the main midfield man. So, you know, I have to say, I mean, La Liga knowledge has gone off a cliff a little bit because I don't have, I don't have whatever channel it's on now. You know, but you used to be right on top of La Liga with Sky, didn't you? You know, you sort of like you, you get a good look at players and Revista and whatever, and you feel what's going on. But I believe he's moved around quite a bit. I think he's played fullback last year. You know, he's been an in and out of the side. I mean, I thought he was a brilliant player. So when he played against Liverpool in the Champions League, him and the other guy who went to Arsenal, Thomas Party, hmm. I was like, God, I wouldn't like to play against them every week. Though, you know, those two are, are, are serious midfielders. Um, but it looks like he's 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 not in favour with them. It's clear that he, I think, his agents have been trying to get him out because there's been a lot, so many stories about him. I mean, how many stories have we heard from Liverpool? I've made a bid, I'm preparing a bid, I'm thinking about a bid, I've upped their bid, I've rejected their bid. You know, I've been offered. I've been offered, <laughs> and now it's and now it's all of a sudden it's Chelsea, Manchester United, one on loan with an obligation to buy. Look, his wages, I was told early in the summer, were always a stumbling block with Liverpool, regardless of whether they wanted a midfielder or not, or whether they wanted it. His wages were were, were higher than any midfielder at the club. You know, and if you bear in mind that they are negotiating with one of the midfielders of the club at the moment over a new contract to bring a guy in on 250, 300 grand a week mm-hmm. wouldn't wouldn't have helped that, I'm pretty certain. Especially one that, you know, 
he's a very, very good player. Does he go straight into Liverpool's team? I think there's a question, you know, there's a question to be asked there. They've got an awful lot of players in that position at the moment. I know, I know that comes with the giant caveat of, of fitness and injuries. So I think that that always made that a difficult one, especially the transfer fee, I think, would be about 30 million as well. So you're looking at that. As, as we did the arithmetic earlier in the show, with you know that half a million a year, just pay him half a million a year, it's fine. It's a fair load of money, you yeah. know, for for that. Um, I mean, on loan with an obligation to buy sounds sounds okay, doesn't it? It it doesn't it doesn't sound like Chelsea and Manchester United are absolutely battering the door down themselves over that. So I don't know what really is a player there, but there's no question that his agents been keen to get him out and probably been keen to get him to the Premier League. No secret why, really. I think that's where the money is at the moment, other than Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, okay, one more final little thing then. Um, do you have any inclination to why Divock was left out of the match day squad last week? I don't, no. Is I mean, transfer related? Is the follow-up to that, I suppose? Um, yeah, I don't... Well, I don't know, is, is the question, why he was left out of the squad. Sorry, it's the answer to the question. He's trained this week, so he's he's not injured. Shakiri didn't really... I don't think Shakiri was in training at all, sort of, in the, in the last... 10 days when it was clear that he was going to be leaving. I asked about Fenerbahce being in, interested in Divock this week. I spoke to a couple of people in Turkey who were sort of pushing that that um, notion. I was told there's nothing in that, that he's Fenerbahce aren't in for him. Um, so that's I think that's one, one to sort of rule out. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Have you asked about any of the other three hundred clubs? In yeah, well, yeah. I'd, I have to, I have to ration th th those asks really, because otherwise you just be like, okay, what about Porto? What about blah blah blah? But um, you might be asking the wrong question. Yeah. You might you should just ask, is anyone interested? Is anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you sort of, yeah, it's difficult to do that. But um, it's why is it difficult to do that? Well, because you, you, the, the the job is to to check out. You've got to get the you you have to be out getting the info. So you, you have you know, to. You can't so, go fishing. Well, I can't so just go fishing. Right, so any, any, you know anything going good. on? You know that's that's a sort of anything going on. You know people no, might okay, say, yeah. <laughs> yeah people yeah yeah. You but know it's, it's Mbappe you, question so they mark. Can't, so, so what you're saying is if you go a Fenerbahce interested and it, and they are they will they will sort of yeah, go to well, yeah. If, yeah, you. Yeah, you're right do. there, mate. You should do. Yeah, I mean, it depends who you're asking. Obviously, different sources, different people. Some some people will just tell you things that you. Yeah, didn't have a clue about you know we'll just drop something on but generally yeah if i'm checking let's say checking something out i can't really just go latest with divock you know i really. was on news now yeah, yeah it has to it has to be grounded in some sort of like there, there needs to be some kind of you know i need to be bringing something to the table really rather than rather than just you know like i say fishing but it's tough on a rigi isn't it you know that was interesting that mate yeah it's 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 tough it's tough with a rigi that he needs to go, doesn't he? Yeah. In my in my opinion, he needs to go for himself for his own career. Liverpool clearly, at the moment, and it does change this, and I think that's important to say that that, that he's behind Minamino at the moment. But that that easily changes. You know, if you think back really to January, Minamino was loaned out. Rigi was was kept at the club, so that that, that can switch around. But he's behind Minamino. It's difficult to see. The the, the, the cup draw's just been made. He's got Norwich. Maybe, maybe playing that game, but I don't know. I think it might just depend. I, th I, th I still think he's probably a, the sort of player that you could imagine an offer coming in late in the window. You know, someone just who's like tried maybe three or four of the strikers, maybe looked and just decided, come on, Divock's the one. You know, might be in the Premier League, it might be abroad, but I've, I could see him moving before the end of the window. Personally, I think if the offer's right, I think Liverpool will, definitely they will take it. But I also think it's time for Divock to 
to go come on thanks right, for everything I think that's right mate uh, Neil that's been an absolute pleasure mate if you want more of Neil Jones and Chris Pajak uh, me uh, <laughs> then you can go over to the redbentv.com transfer insight extra will be on there later on this afternoon where we will be talking as mentioned before about Liverpool's squad um, whether we actually need to sign and we'll also talk a little bit about the players that are rumoured to go out we've obviously just done Divock Origi here so we'll talk a little bit about maybe Nath Phillips Reese Williams is there a potential for them to move on we're going to talk about Firmino and Salah's contract situation as well well, because rumours are Liverpool are entering into contract talks with Roberto Firmino, so that would be nice. Uh, so go over there and subscribe. Uh, but before you go, check out this advert uh, for our very incredible Jordan Henderson 10 Years of Red, the book zine. It is absolutely fantastic. And sign versions are up on the shop. Check this out, have a look at it, and go over there and buy it. Thank you very much. We'll see you all soon. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.